My name is Arya Citrin, and we are learning page Lamed Vav Malalif in Sefer Vayikra, which is the mimer of Vehenefesa Oimer in Parshas Emor. So the Pasuk says concerning the Oimer sacrifice, which was the first barley sacrifice of the year, the first grain sacrifice of the year, brought on the second day of Pesach, that Vehenefesa Oimer, they should wave the Oimer. Altabar is going to explain what this means, spiritually speaking, in terms of Avedas Hashem, how it relates to Pesach, how it relates to the counting of the Oimer, and how it relates to Shavuos. So we know that Oimer is a amount of grain, of barley grain specifically, which is animal food. So to understand this, Altabar says that there are two types of malachim. Like we say in Davening, Hashem creates Meshorsim, which are Malachim that serve him, that serve him. This is referring to two types of Malachim. One type are the Malachim that exist from the beginning of creation, from the Sheshis and Meberishis. They last forever until the world will come to an end as we know it and go back to Toyhu. These are the Malachim generally that have names, Michoel and Gavriel and so on. They are the highest that carry the Merkava that Yecheskel spoke about and Yeshaya spoke about. And then there are the Malachim that are created every day and they sing Shira to Hashem and then they cease to exist. These Malachim are created by the Kedusha, the Nitzotzes of Kedusha, the Sparks of Holiness, that came into this world through the Shvira Sakalim of Noiga. They are found in Biya, in the lower realms. They are the Noiga of Biya, that is to say, the Klipas Noiga of Biya. So it has Kedusha in it. The Kedusha comes from the Shvira Sakalim. When they are elevated into, sorry, in a manner of Mayim Nukrin, meaning to say they're elevated from below each and every day from new, at that point, those malachim get included in their source. They sing, so to speak, meaning to say they bring their kedusha back to Hashem. And in that process, they experience a close hanefesh. That kedusha experiences a yearning to go back to its source. They become included in their source, which is malchus, and then they cease to exist. This is similar to what it says in the Gemara, that Hashem put his little finger into the malachim and burned them. It says in the Gemara that there were malachim who wanted to, uh, who did not want Hashem to create the world. And they said, Who is man? Why should you bother creating him? What's the point? And Hashem didn't want to take their advice, so he burnt them with his little finger. And the explanation of that Gemara is well known that what it means is that he gave them a little bit of extra revelation of godliness, more than they were used to having, and they were not able to handle that revelation, and therefore they burned, so to speak, and they went back to their source. Now, in that case, it was a punishment, because they had spoken against the idea of creating the world, and Hashem did not like their protest, so to speak. But the same is true of the malachim that are created through the elevation of this world 
and the worlds of Briyitz and Asiya in general, and they go back into their source, which is Malchus, and it's the intense, it's the intense revelation of Orin Soif, which is in Malchus, that comes to them, that causes them to cease to exist. This is also what it says in the Targum Unison on the Pasuk Behemois Baharare Olaf, Pasuk in Tehillim. The Gemara, uh, sorry, the Targum Unison says on that Pasuk, Elif turned to Ochla Behema Rabba, that these are the animals of a thousand mountains that are eaten by the Behema Rabba. Now, what is this Behema Rabba? We know that Behema is the gematria of 52, and it is referring to the level that includes within itself all of the elevations of Neuga, of the Klippa of Neuga, the, the unholiness that has Kedusha within it. And that level is called Behema Rabba. Why is it called Behema Rabba, the great Behema? We know that in the realm of Bria, there are 12 cattle. These were represented by Shleim HaMelech's um, 12 cattle that he had, uh, uh, you know, in the Beis HaMikdash. First Beis HaMikdash, there was a Yam Shasa Shleima, a big uh, container of water, and there were 12 oxen that he made out of metal, and they were holding up that yam, holding up that huge uh, pool of water. These Yubez Bakar, these 12 cattle, so to speak, they correspond to the 12 Shvatim. They are more specific than the source of those behemoths, so to speak, those levels that are compared to animals. And that level is called the Behema Rabbah, which we're going to see is referring to Malchus of Atzilus. Now, the truth is that even those uh, levels of the Yubez Bakar, of the 12 uh, cattle, so to speak, they themselves are general. Because as we said, they correspond to the Shvatim. The Shvatim were general Neshamas, which have very many branches that come from them, like Shevi Ruven, for example. Within his camp, there are tens of thousands of neshamas. And Ruven was a general neshama that included all of them like branches that come from a tree. The same is true of all the 12 shvatim. Nevertheless, the source of these 12 is called Behema Rabbah because compared to them, it's an even more general level. Rabbah, the Zohar says, is referring to something great, as in Rabbah's bonus osu choyo. It's not about the quantity, but it's about the quality. So similarly, just like we have Malchus of Atzilus being called the Behema Rabbah, Kabbalistically, sometimes we have Malchus of Ak, of Adam Kadman, also being called Behema Rabbah. Now, the way it works is that in the level of Malchus of Bria is included the elevations of Kedusha that come up from the world of Bria, from the Neuga of Bria. In the Malchus of Yitzira is included all of the sparks that come up in the world of Yitzira and so on. 
This is why we we say that the oimer is the michla de beira. It is the food of the animal. What does it mean? Just like when you eat something, the food gets digested, and whatever cannot be digested is is processed outside of the body. Whatever can be goes into the body and becomes the life force of that body. So too, the divine sparks, so to speak, are elevated within the um, realm of Atsilas. They're elevated to that realm of holiness, of Kedusha of Atsilas. And that's why they are, so to speak, feeding that animal. That means they give energy, that highest, that energy of those Nitzitzas goes into that their source, which is the world of Atsilas, through Malchus, which is called the Behema, so to speak. What does it mean exactly that it is Soira, that it is the um, barley specifically? So the concept is that it says in the Zohar that Soira is Shir Hay. Shir Hay means the measure of five. Five is referring to the five levels of Gevura that divide the energy that comes down into this world into different levels, so that different levels are created. The camp of Michal, for example, of Gavriel, and so on and so forth. It is the levels of Gavur that divide the energy as it comes down into this world to give life to every specific item, just like we have in terms of the voice, that the voice is a simple voice, and then we have five different speech organs. We have the mouth, we have the throat, we have the lips, and so on. And besides those general five organs, we have very many specific letters that we can divide, letters and words, sorry, that we can divide our speech into. So the same is true when Hashem creates the world the hey gavuras, the five levels of gavura, divide the energy that comes into this world and creates different levels. Like it says, Elef, Elef, Misham, Shuna, there are thousands and tens of thousands of malachim. These all come from differences in the letters of the Asar Mamaris, Yehi Or, and so on. And those letters can be transformed with other letters, Gematrias, and so on, like we say in Tanya. The source of these five levels of gavura is from the five levels of Gura that are within Bina. Because just like you have differences in speech, you also have differences in thought. And the differences in speech come from the differences in thought. Within thought, it's the letters of the thought. And they are called pitukhechoysim, they're like engraved letters, as opposed to regular letters. And according to the way the thought is differentiated, that's the way the speech is going to be differentiated. So, just like the energy that comes down into this world from Hashem goes through the process of five dividing aspects, which is five levels of war corresponding to the five organs of speech, so too, when the holiness comes up from the lower realms, it is also associated with those five levels of Gur, because the five levels of Gur are what, so to speak, descend into this world 
into the world of Bria Yitzira and Asiya to, so to speak, gather that holiness. That's why it's called Latitan Teref Levesa, that she gives teref, which means food, but it also has the connotation of something that is grabbed and something that is snatched, like an Ari Teref, like a lion that grabs something. And this is accomplished through the levels of Gevura that, so to speak, overpower any negative force to elevate that Kedusha into the higher realms. Spiritually speaking, the concept of the Gevura, which helps us overcome the Yetzirah, is as it says in the Gemara, a person should always fight with his Yetzirah over his Yetzirah. So that's why the elevation that comes through the um, bringing up the divine holiness into the realm of Atzilus is associated with Se'oira, with the barley, because it's the sheer hay, it's the five levels of Gevura that come from the realm of Atzilus in order to, so to speak, gather up this holiness that is found in the lower realms and bring it back into its source, into the world of Atzilus. So this all explains the concept of the Oimer sacrifice, the barley sacrifice. What's the idea of lifting it? Supposed to lift up and wave the Oimer. What does that mean exactly? So the Zohar says that it's called Oimer HaTnufa, an Oimer that is waved in front of Hashem, so to speak. So it says in the Zohar Parshas Balak that Tnufa means Tnupe, give it a mouth. The mouth is, of course, referring to Malchus, Malchus Peh. We say in Pasach in the Tikkun Zoyar, that Malchus is associated with Peh, with the mouth. As we said, it's associated with speech. It's also associated with Kavoid. Tenu Kavoid. Tenu Peh is similar to Tenu Kavoid, because that's also another name for the level of Malchus. So to understand what this means, that we're bringing the Oimer up to the level of Peh. So we know the difference between Pesach and Shavuos. What happened on Pesach? Pesach, spiritually speaking, was an elevation of the level of Zah, the Zeir Anpin, right, the seven attributes of Atzilus, six attributes more specifically, Chesedur, Tres, Nesachot, for they were elevated from their state of katnos when they were not mature and they were in a level of Mitzrayim, which has made sarim and gvulim limitations. They went up to their source. There was the geula of Mitzrayim, the redemption from those limitations. And they got an extra revelation from moichin de gadlos, from high levels of understanding within Hashem. This is all a marshal, so to speak, for the concept of the nefshal kiss that is in a person. The source of the nefshal kiss, the godly soul, is from Zah, from Zeir Anpin. The Pasuk says, Adam, you, the Jewish people, Adam are called Adam. And Adam is the gematria of 45, the Shema, which is associated with Zah. So this is what happens on Pesach in general, the first day of Pesach. 
the Jewish neshamas are elevated back to their source from a state of kadnos to a state of moichin de godless, a revelation of the level of Hashem's intellect. What happens on the second day of Pesach? The koyen whose source is from Abba, from Chachma, he waves the oimer. The oimer represents the nefesh of Bahamas, the animal soul of every person that is elevated and is being transformed to holiness. Just like we said before, the whole concept of the Sa'ira is bringing up the divine sparks back to their source. So here there is divine sparks in the Nefesh Bahamas, in the animal soul. And the waving of the Oima represents bringing them back up to their source. And their source is this very level that we've been discussing till now, Malchus, which is called Behema. Behema is the gematria of 52, which is associated with the different, different name of Hashem, the name of Ban. And this is because the source of the Nefesh Bahamas is from those 12 cattle that we mentioned earlier, whose source in turn is in the level of Malchus. Now, in order for us to get the Torah, we have to have a will, a desire to get the Torah. That desire has to be all-encompassing from all parts of ourselves. And that's why we have to work on our desire to serve Hashem during the days of the Sphere of Oimer. Because it's through the fact that we have a desire to serve Hashem that even reaches our animal soul that we can ultimately have a high-level desire on Shavuos, which encompasses way beyond that. Dalter explains there are two levels of Rotten, two levels of will. One is a Rotten Ha'avian, one is Rotten Ha'tachten. The higher level will and the lower level will. The higher level will is when a person wants something that is beyond their intellect. They don't fully understand it, they just know that they want it. And then the Rotten Ha'tachten, the simple will, is to understand something, uh, to understand how good it is, and therefore to want it. Now, on Shavuos, at the time of the Matan Torah, of the giving of the Torah, there was a Gile Ratzana Elia. There was a higher level of will revealed. It was not possible. Excuse me. It was only possible for us to have this revelation by first introducing the Ratzana of Hashem through our understanding. When we accomplish the Ratzan HaTachten as best as we can, the lower level will, then the higher level will will come to us from Hashem. Like we say in Pekevasasei, Do his will like your will, so that he will do your will like his will. Meaning to say, when you make your lower level will in accordance with Hashem's will, then his higher level will will come into your higher level will, and you will desire to serve Hashem in a way that is beyond this world. This is the whole concept of the sphere of Oimer, meaning to say that they would wave the Oimer, the barley, on the level that is Lifne Havaya, higher than Yudke Vavke, higher than Zah. What is higher than Zah? That's the level of Bina. And then we bring from that level down into this world. That's why it says, You should count for yourselves from Mokras HaShabbos. What is Mokras HaShabbos? Mokras HaShabbos is the level that is higher than Shabbos. 
it's referring to the level of makifim of bina. The level of makif associated with the aspect of Hashem's bina. This is called machras Shabbos. Why? Friday night is associated with the level of malchus. The day of malchus, of, of Shabbos, excuse me. So Friday night is malchus. The day of Shabbos is associated with Zah. Mochras Shabbos, the day after Shabbos, is beyond the regular Shabbos, and that's Bina. Similar to what we say about Be'ever Hanohar, Yoshua Vesechem Be'olam, that your forefathers were Be'ever Hanohar. Ever Hanohar is higher than Bina. That Nohar is called Bina, and Ever Hanohar, on the other side of that, is Chachma that's beyond Bina. Similarly, when we say Machras HaShabbos, it's the Bina level of divine understanding, which is higher than Zoh and Nukva, Zoh and Malchus, which are the levels corresponding to the night and the day of Shabbos. Now, the truth is, the Alter Rebbe says that sometimes we find that Bina is called Shabbos, but in truth, it's not really called Shabbos. It's called Shabbos Shabbosan, the higher level Shabbos. It is from this level of Bina that we get the Makif from Malchus. We're going to learn more about Makif in a moment. This is why we say, Hayoim, Yoim, such, such and such, Loimer. The word Yoim is 56. It's the gematria of Kale Havaya 31 plus 26. We kill Havaya is 57 and Yom is 56, but sometimes we count the koilol, the word itself has one, so that's why it comes to 57. In any case, when we say Hayoim, Yom such and such Loimer, we mean we're bringing from the level of Kel Havaya into the level we call Oimer. And this is the level of Makif that is coming into the aspect of the Oimer, which is the elevation of the lower levels of holiness into the source, as we said. What is the idea of the makif? So we know that different malachim can internalize different levels of revelation. What a high-level malach can integrate, a lower-level malach cannot. Their brain, their level of comprehension, they don't have brains per se, but the level of comprehension is too small than to appreciate the great revelation that the greater malachim achieve. Now, the greater malachim that understand that revelation, for them, that revelation is primius. They, they grasp it. But something that's beyond the grasp of a particular malach, that is considered to be a or makif, that's beyond their comprehension. So it is said to be, so to speak, surrounding, a surrounding light. What does this mean in terms of our serving Hashem? There are two levels of ahava, of love. A person can have one level of love, which is limited. It's inward, but it's limited. So it has a end. A person might love Hashem for one hour, maybe for more. But at the end of that time, that love kind of dissipates. Higher level love is when a person thinks about the greatness of Hashem himself. That is not changed by anything in this world. And this will bring a person to love Hashem in a way that is beyond their grasp. And that's why we call it makif. When we say it's makif, we mean that it's protective, just like makif surrounds. 
What does that mean? From the first level of love, because it could have a hefsik, it could have a interruption. Like we said, it's based on your understanding, and then you think about other things and you forget about that. Not only that, it could have a negative impact because the person has an emotional arousal, and if they're not using it properly, it can lead to negative emotions. And that's why we have to have also a love that is beyond any limitation. And that love to Hashem becomes like the shutmer, becomes like the guard, so that there should not be any negative repercussions of the other love which might dissipate. Kabbalistically, this is, this is referred to as the clothing of Hashmal, which cloaks the Zah and the Nukva on both sides and does not allow for any um, any nourishment to the outside forces. So this is, uh, the mushal for this is, like we said, the Ava, the Hashem himself, that protects the Ava that we have uh, based on our understanding and protects it from not um, leading to emotional excitement, which can then be misused. So... This is why it's called makif. It's like something that's surrounding and protecting. This is the level of understanding of Hashem that protects on the midos, on the emotions that a person might have towards Hashem. And it ensures that a person does not have any desire for anything else outside of Hashem. And this is accomplished by the hisboinenos, the thinking by the greatness of Hashem, as much as he can comprehend, even though he can't comprehend it fully, and that level of love towards Hashem, without full comprehension, that is what protects a person and does not allow the regular standard love of Hashem to be misused. Now it says in the Pasuk that after you wave the Oimer, you should count Sheva Shambosos Tamimostiana, seven full weeks. And what are we? What is this referring to? This is referring to the Zion meters, the seven times seven meters the way they are in their source, which is Ema, the level of Bina. We said Mimachar Sashabbos is that level of Bina. And the counting of the 50 days refers to the perfection of those aspects that we have within our Bina. When we're talking about such a high level, there is no place for the nourishment of unholy forces. That level is called Alma de Cheirus, Kabbalistically, the realm of freedom. When we're talking about the lower levels of divine revelation, for example, Zah, so it says that Avraham corresponded to the Chesed of Atzilus, which is one of those uh, spheres, he had Yishmael. That means even though the serving Hashem was fantastic, but there were aspects that gave room for um, the whole concept of Yishmael and that religion and so on. And Yitzchak is the same thing. And therefore, it is through Bina, which is the level of the Sheva Shabbos, the complete weeks. And when we say they're complete, we mean that they do not allow for any nourishment from the evil side. And that's because there is a revelation from Mimachar Shabbos, from the level of Hashem, that is the level of Bina, of great understanding, and that protects that a person should maintain his connection and his 
cleaving to Hashem, even when the regular level of love dissipates. This is all a preparation for Shavuos, which is when we have a Ha'oras Ratana Elyon, a higher level of the divine will that is revealed at that time. Pesach, we did not achieve this level because Pesach, we had the Aliyah of the Zah, right, then the godly soul, but we did not have the Aliyah of the Malchus, of the source of the animalistic soul. It is through this Oimer that we elevate that animalistic soul, and then we can have a full connection between Zah, the level of the godly soul, and Nukva, Malchus, the level of the animal soul, and then we can have the giving of the Torah, which is chem, according to your will, meaning to say that it's a new revelation of Hashem's will as a result of these two levels coming together, the lower and higher level of Ratzon. And the level of the Nefshel kiss, the source of the Nefshel kiss, together with the source of the Nefshel Bahamas. Okay, now we have to understand what it says in the Zoyar, Parshas Bolok. It asks why Chita is such an important component of the Karbanas, specifically on Shavuos. When we know that the letters of Ches and Tes do not exist in any of the Shvatim, so apparently there's something wrong with those letters, yet when it comes to Chita, we are supposed to specifically make a carbon out of Chita, and it's a completely holy carbon. So what's going on? So the Zohar says that Chita is like a daughter who is Meshate Kameavua, who begs her father for mercy. Now, the fact is that, you know, that's like a play on the words, because Chita and Meshate, the wheat and the begging, is a similar word. But Lemaisa, how do we answer that problem, that the Shvatim do not have the Ches and the Tes, and here we're saying it's a holy carbon. So the concept is that the Sa'oira that we spoke about before is the sheer hay. It's the animal food, so to speak, the feeding of the level of Malchus, of Atzilus, which is compared in some ways to Behema. It's called the Behema Rabba. Chit, on the other hand, is food used for people. And that's why... The Shvatim do not have the Ches of the Tas. Because Chita is still associated with Malchus. And the Shvatim Okay, so let's just uh, backtrack a little bit. Um, Chita is associated with man. Michael Adam. It is the bread of man, it's food of man, and therefore one would think that it's associated with Zah, which we said is the source of the Jewish Neshama. On the other hand, based on the Zohar, it seems that Chita is associated with the level of Malchus, and there is some negativity there, some room for sinfulness, which is why it is two of the three letters of Chet, of sin, which is why the, the Shvatim do not have that in their name at all. So how do we reconcile that with what we said before, that it's Michael Adam, which Adam is on a higher level than the level of Malchus, which is what is compared to a behemoth. So the truth is that we have 
many sources where Malchus is considered the source of the Jewish neshamas. Even though we spoke earlier that Zah is the source of the Jewish neshamas, we have other sources that talk about Malchus as being that source. So the concept is that Malchus receives revelations of the five levels of Chesed and the five levels of Gur. Five levels of Chesed bring Chochmah into Malchus. And the five levels of Gur bring Bina into Malchus. And these correspond to the Pneumius of Malchus and the Chetzonius of Malchus. The Pneumius of Malchus is associated with the five levels of Chesed. That is where the Jewish Neshamas come from. They receive from the level, the internal aspect of Malchus. What does mean in terms of our Avedis Hashem? This is all um, very Kabbalistic, with the five levels of Chesed being the source of the inner aspect of Malchus, the five levels of Gura being the source of the outer aspect of Malchus. The inner aspect is associated with Chita, the outer aspect is associated with um, Soira. The inner aspect is associated with the level of Malchus, the way it is part of Atsilus. And the external aspect of Malchus is the way Malchus is the source of Briyatsira and Asiya, which is why it's associated with the Behema, the aspect that receives the holiness from the lower levels. What does it mean in, in terms of Avedis Hashem? So we know that it says that a tinak, a child, does not know his father until he tastes grain. That means that the understanding reaches the child specifically when they eat grain. At the same time, even though the child understands and knows who the father is, nevertheless, that understanding is not an intellectual understanding. It is simply an awareness that is higher than intellect, that comes into their intellect. So when we speak about the five levels of chesed, of Abba, coming into the Jewish neshamas, what we mean is a level of connection to Hashem that is so deep that it's beyond understanding. It's a level of the bitl of the nefesh, the, the total self-nullification of the neshama, in a way that's beyond understanding, to Hashem. This is why we say that Abba Yosad Barta, the father, which is this level of Chachma, which represents complete humility, is the source of Barta of the daughter, which is Malchus, as we've been explaining. So to go back to the Zoyar, why is it that the Shvatim do not have the Ches and the Tess, even though Chita does? Because the letters Ches and Tess essentially are from Gvura, and the Shvatim are on a higher level, and therefore they don't have the Ches and the Tess. But after we add the hay into the Ches and the Tess, and it becomes Chita, and the, the hay represents the five levels of chesed, that sweetens, so to speak, the ches and the tes, and turns them into aspects of kedusha.
Now that which says in the Zoyer that the chita is associated with a daughter who is meschate, who is begging in front of her father, and her father does her will. So this is the idea of chesed. When the father does a will, it means that he is doing chesed. So the chita is associated with chesed. As we said, we also see that the word chet, which is sin, can also mean lacking. Like it says, that they will be found lacking. And we have another pasuk that says, your chet, your lack, is redeemed through tzedakah, which is chesed. So the chesed and the tess, the aspect that is lacking, is fixed through tzedakah, which is chesed. So now we understand that the chita represents the inner aspect of malchus, which is sweetened through the five aspects of gavur, the, uh, of chesed, excuse me. This is why Adam Arishan, whose neshama was from the tree of life, Ilana Dechaya, he was from the aspect of Zah, which is the, the tree of life. So for him to eat from the chita, we know, the Gemara says, one of the opinions is that Eitz Hadas was a chita, was an actual wheat stalk. Now the wheat stalk is malchus, it's the pneumius of malchus, but nevertheless it is malchus. And therefore, it was a level that is beyond, sorry, that is below Adam Harishan. And for him to eat from it represented an improper descent from his essential level that was completely higher than that level. This is all to explain the Chita. The Sa'ir, on the other hand, the barley is associated with the external aspect of Malchus, which is level of Hashem that gives life to all of the lower worlds. And that is accomplished through the five aspects of Givura, which are associated with Bina, just like a person speaks through the five um, organs of speech. The speech itself is simple, but in order for it to reach this world, it has to be contracted and divided in all of these different ways. And the source, original source that divides them is the Machshava. And that's the level of Bina. And that's why... It is the five levels of Bina which divide the energy, so to speak, that comes into this world through Malchus. And that is the external aspect of Malchus which relates to this world. This then is the source of the Nefesh of Bahamas, which comes from the 12 Bakar that we described, which is in the realm of Bria. Nefesh kiss on the other hand, its source is from the internal aspect of Malchus, which is really connected to Zah, a level higher than it. This is why we find that sometimes Malchus is called Behema, and sometimes it's called Adam. When Malchus is in Atzilus, it's called Adam. When it is descending into Bria in order to elevate the divine sparks that are found there, like we discussed, then it is called Behema. Like the Pasuk says, It's the spirit of the behemoth that goes down. These are the two aspects of the internal and external aspect of Malchus. Now the counting of the Oymer, like we said, is the elevation of the animal soul, fixing it so it goes back up into its source. And then on Shavuos, we have the aspect of Adam, 
and Behema both going back to their source within Atsilus. That's why we bring a Mincha Hadasha, a new type of carbon, which is a wheat carbon, because we've already fixed the level of the animal and we're up to the level of the man. And this then brings about a new revelation of Matan Torah from the level of Keser and Chachma. And that is a, the reason that this is unique is because it's coming about as a result of the connection between the Chita and the Soira. The connection between the Nefeshul Kis and the Nefeshul Bahamas, the animal soul and the godly soul, when the godly, when the animal soul is elevated to its source. And this is like the connection of the Eitz Adas and the Eitz Chaim to become completely one. So, now we understand the concept of Pesach, the first day, is the elevation of Nefeshul Kis in a small way. And then on the second day, we elevate the Nefesh of Bahamas, and we work on that elevation, bringing it into Sheva Shabbos' Tmimas, seven weeks that are complete, meaning to say bringing in the level of Bina, of the source of the Nefesh of Bahamas, bringing that into the awareness of the Nefesh of Bahamas itself. When we completely elevate that level, then it is united with its source. And on Shavuos, we have the connection of the Nefesh of Hamas and the Nefesh of Akis, both elevated to their source, bringing about a new revelation that is beyond both of them. And this is the concept of the Ratzon Elyon that comes through the Ratzon Tafta. We serve Hashem during the time of the Omer to bring our will to serve Hashem on our own, best we can, and then from above, on Shavuos, we get a Ratz and Elyon, a desire from above to serve Hashem, like it says that Hashem put the mountain over the Jewish people, forcing them to serve Him. What does it mean, forcing them? That means it was a level that was completely beyond them, like Makif, that you cannot completely integrate, but you cannot get away from it either. It's completely surrounding you, and that comes, that feeling of complete devotion to Hashem comes after we bring our lower level will towards Hashem, both in our godly aspects and in our animalistic aspects. So that is the mimer, the first mimer of the Hanif in the Kutay Torah. Thank you.